on. All right, hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. Just like from the last episode, um, I was interviewing some other person. This is one of my friends from college, uh, Brandon Reyes. If you'd like to say something. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? If you remember Brandon from the last episode, <laughs> he was kind of kind of hopped in a little bit in the middle there because we got a little bit of a little um, t- scheduling uh, situation going on. He kind of he got on. I, I forgot to let him know that I was in the middle of another uh, podcast episode, but that 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 might, that's just it was all over the place. No, nothing. No too worries. No, no worries. worries at all. But yeah, this is the hundred and tenth episode of the Mental Threads podcast and everything. I know Brandon from North Carolina Central University. And what year did you graduate? I graduated in uh, December of 2018. Really? Yeah. Damn, it's been that long. Too long ago? Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember that my freshman year. I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. It has been a minute. Dang. I always yeah, thought it was. This is, this is crazy, man. Oh, and I, so you were there since 2014, and then you graduated 2018. Maybe. No, so uh, I actually graduated. So uh, let me try to simplify stuff. So long story short, um, I went to an early college in my hometown, mm-hmm. and instead of graduating in four years, you graduate in five. So I stayed on an extra year to get some more college credits, and I graduated high school in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then I enrolled in Central uh, fall of 2015, but you know, since I already had college credits and stuff, uh, I graduated earlier. Okay, that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that and everything. I know I, I started at a community college and then that first community college didn't work too well and everything. So then I had to transfer to a different community college and where I was doing way better. And then I transferred to North Carolina Central University. Um, I think in 2018, I graduated high school 2016. So it was like it was a whole me trying to get my life together in between that time and that time and everything. So it's like, you know, yeah, everyone's journey is different, to be honest. I'm just glad, yeah, it, led me, uh, I'm just glad it, it, it led me to Central and everything. You know, it's like, what led you to go to North Carolina Central University? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, because uh, this is no filter. This is no educational bullshit. Okay, so <laughs> right. uh, it was the closest to my kinfolk, and I didn't have to go super far out. Okay. I said, uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so I actually got accepted at several other colleges. I got accepted into ECU. Mm. I got accepted into it's funny because I actually because one of my brothers actually ended up going there. But um I got accepted into Barton University, mm. Fayetteville State University, North Carolina AT. The funny story about AT is I sent them was I sent them a uh messed up essay with like to- like errors that were clearly obvious. Mm-hmm. And they still accepted me anyway. I'm like, okay, wow. <laughs> oh yeah, man. You know, I was like, I'm not. And then also, I think the final nail in the coffin was uh, that my brother already went there. My older brother, mm-hmm. uh, he graduated the same year. Uh, I well, he graduated like a like a semester after I came in. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, yeah, man. You know what's crazy about my brother and like this school and everything? He was actually, we're actually going because my brother played football. So we're like scouting in different colleges and everything. And we were passing by and everything uh, to Central. And when I first stepped foot at Central, I'm like, something about this school I just like. I don't know what it is, but I'm just drawn to it. Because my friend went to Central also. And I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe I could just meet up with my friend here. We could just get the party and get to, he got kicked out before I even got there. And I'm like, dang, oh well, now I'm here by myself and everything. Actually, I was here with another friend, but he was only there for like a like a year 
and then he just went on with his business. But you know, it's just like, but it's just like I found this new place that not only was I drawn to spiritually, because I just I don't know something about Central. I'm like, I have to be at this school. I have to be here. And everything. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna just go here. Like, why not? Like, it's just go to the business school. I wasn't even thinking about going to school for business until like I went uh, to Rowan and Cabarrus, and I'm like, okay, like I can go to take business classes here at Central, see what's up with it. And then I end up graduating around the uh, amongst the top of my class. Okay. Man, I'm just like, wow. Oh, yeah, no, seriously, from struggling at <clears throat> first community college. To being a C and D student throughout the most, time, <clears throat> I thought college was gonna be more and more tough. But it was like it was actually like the easiest. Everything like academic was just it was just cool because I had all the good resources. It was just a good support system, especially like when the Men's Achievement Center, which I know you're familiar with, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the Men's Achievement Center, fun thing, I was actually introduced to it. So um, uh, I'm not gonna make this a secret because I already talk about this very openly. I went to therapy when I was in college. One of the best service, one of the best things you could ever do. Shout out to Dr. Lundy, uh, Dr. Ray Lundy. Mm-hmm. I think she may have she may have left around the time you mm-hmm. came in. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, long story short, she was my therapist uh, for when I first started. Mm-hmm. I actually went to go see her because I was a crisis, you know, missing home and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know how first, you know how it is when it's your first year of college or whatever. So, yeah, I wasn't basically. missing home, but maybe everyone's. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I love being I here. Missing, I was missing home, but I feel um, that. yeah, because uh, I I didn't know what to do. But yeah, so basically, um, she introduced me to this guy named Stewart Stewart Johnson. Shout out! Ah, to him too. shout out to Stewart Black Charlie Brown. Ain't that his nickname? But uh... <laughs> I don't know. Somebody introduced, he introduced me to a young dude from Queen, well, dude from Queens, and he and I started having discussions, and uh, it, it felt good to have. Um, uh, another guy to talk to. That's how I knew about it. Mm-hmm. And then my brother knew uh, Dr. Harvey Hinton, mm-hmm. uh, who is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And then I actually, so through that, I kind of fostered stuff and relationships and all that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, men, the Men's Achievement Center had a work study assignment for me to do mm-hmm. uh, back in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Mr. Whittington. Oh, Mr. Winnington, uh, the light skin. Uh, yeah, Kenyon. Uh, okay, yeah. I still, he and I still talk to this day. So, okay. yeah. And then, and then after that, I kind of just built, I kind of just got close to everybody. Uh, that was it. You know, regulars like uh, Lie, uh, Evan, David Diggins, both Evans, Diggett. both Evans. They're, they're the light skin Evan, and then there's there's the dark skin one, the fashion dude. And, He's uh, a good dude, man. I like him. Shout out to him. If if I ever see that nigga again, I gotta I gotta show that boy some love, man. Cause he 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 a cool nigga. And everybody in the men's achievement center was cool, bro. If you were invested in the men's achievement center, because some people would be show up there and get the, the other stuff and then never show up again. But then everybody, if you were there consistently, everybody. Oh no, up. man. Whenever I, I tell you this, whenever I wasn't in the gym, you're in the, the men's achievement center or in class, I was probably there. Yeah, no, seriously. That was, like, one of my main places I would go. I know, like, sometimes the gamer room was all right and everything, and I was kind of social to a degree, but I was mostly social in the Men's Achievement Center. I only, went to, I only went to the game room when I was, like, oh, I, I'm going to, you know, we, we're gonna, I'm, I'm about to start sounding like a dick, man. Uh, That's all right. Get laid, bro. You know That's all right. Saying? That's not like, being I, a dick. Like, college. I, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, I would talk to a chick, tell her we should go to the game room, and then since I lived in Baines at the time or whatever, 
or or in roughing or whatever. Well, I was in a relationship uh, from 2016, 2017. But like, I like before that, I would try to get into the game room, get into the spot. You know what I'm saying, uh, handle business. That's all right. Handle business. Yeah, what you gotta do. But yeah, other than that, I, re- I didn't really go in the game room much. And then also, or if I saw his certain dude that was playing Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. I forgot what his name is. But um, homie played Mortal Kombat, and was it Nine or X? X. I love that. Yeah, they kids because because X came out in 2015 when I first came in. Yeah, that was a minute ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a minute ago. But uh, seven years ago, I remember I first played that game. I'm like, wow, my main is Bo Raichel, Johnny Cage, and maybe sometimes Kung Lao and uh, Leo Kang. But my main was Johnny Cage and Bo Raichel. Those are my two main. All right, my 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 main characters were uh, Scorpion and Kenji. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Actually, another main too was Sub Zero. I like. Man, I I I used to play Sub Zero like shit, bro. Like, yeah, I was never. I was never good with Sub Zero. Uh, Sub Zero was like. I feel like it takes some time to warm up to Sub Zero, but it's like I don't know. I feel like Bo Raichel. I'm such a button mash character. I feel like Bo Raichel is just like you know like that drunken style was just something I could just. I, I just yeah like, yeah drunk, I agree. It's kind of like Eddie Gordo and Tekken. Like it's just like that button mash character that just. Little Smash character was flashy. I, was I, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really play Smash like that, so I don't, I don't know. I don't really even know how to play it. I'm gonna be honest. I you know. know I, I, I know how it works. Like you get somebody to a certain percentage, or and then you just knock and them then, out, and then you keep beating the hell out of them until they until they're uh, uh, knocked out of the ring. And then once they're knocked out of the ring, they're summoned again until they run out of lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, I wasn't much of a Smash bro, but I like when they played and I would just watch. You know, sometimes you just like watching other people play. Like I'm at that age now. It's like you know, when you grow up in the age where it's just, like you can watch walkthroughs and everything on YouTube. Other people playing video games, just watching ooh, other people play. Oh, 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 oh! That reminds me. I yeah. also when we was in the Manchus and we, I also love Game Night. Yeah, we, we, we brought all the well, we brought all the card games. Yeah, all the fucking. Game systems, yeah, that was hot. Yeah, that was hot. One thing I regret because I had Def Jam Five for New York. I was trying to bring my PlayStation, so we could also play like you know Def Jam Five for New York with all the rappers and everything. Oh, dude, who you tell it? You said you and I. How old are you, bro? Um, I'm 24 right now. Bro, you you and I are practically the same age, anyway, dude. Like, I grew up on the same. I grew up. I likely grew up on the same video games and shit. Like you, I played Def Jam Fight for New York. I'm 27, so like, yo, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I like, know. I, I know. Had those the games. game though. I had the game and I brought it to camp. I was trying to bring it to the men's achievement center, but I don't know if it got lost or in the bag or whatever. Because I know they got a whole bunch of games. I think I might have left it. Oh, bro, bag. that that that's just, that sucks though. Because like, it cost uh, trying to lot, trying yeah. to find that game on the CD. And that was like a hundred seventy some dollars. <laughs> you paid one hundred seventy dollars for that? No, back when I got it, it was a little bit more cheaper. But now it's like a hundred seventy. Yeah, you could have you could have sold that some bitch, made you a little nice buck or something. I lost it, man. I swear, once I beat the game, it was like you know I just okay. Well, I finished beating it. And it's just like I wanted to show other people. I didn't get a chance to share it. Like, I think it was like my sophomore year, where it's like I, I lost. Track all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this, man. Uh, Beating the crow, fighting crow is like the hardest thing ever, bro. No, fighting like Fat Joe's character was the hardest. Oh yeah, because well, because because you were because you were in the beginning. Yeah, when you were in the beginning. You got it. It was easy, but like when you got to crow and you're all leveled up. Seriously, here's the thing: Fat Joe's easy when you leveled up and you mm-hmm. got all your and you got your upper body and lower body strength up. Yeah, and then your toughness up and all that. Yeah, and then yeah. that 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 was that made it easy. 
Now, the one thing that pissed me off is the whole is when you had the tag team with Method Man. This nigga, <laughs> and the dude was already beat nigga, up and everything. Yeah, bro, he was already beat up too. And when and when the nigga died or whatever, when the nigga got knocked out or whatever, you mm-hmm. feel me? He made it difficult for you because you were getting jumped by Busron and Fajo. Yeah, you had to protect Method Man a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And not just that, yeah, he, he would have his blazer on, right? Yeah, you gotta use his damn special. Yeah, yeah, man. I for, for I don't know, man. It's just like, what was your fighting style? I, I usually went with street fighting. I don't know, street fighting just. Uh, so when me. I first started, when I first did it, it, was martial arts. Oh, you did karate and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did martial arts, and karate was like more just for striking and everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. The submission one was a little bit crazy. Cause I know that was Ice T specialty, but it was just like you know, it's just. I don't know. Like it's just, oh, yeah. I feel like you gotta be very, very on top of it to really like mastery style. But it's like street fighting who, just came who, easy to me. Who had the cool? I mean, let me ask you this though: Who had, who in your opinion had the uh, the coolest Super victory move? pose? Like, like victory speech. Like, oh man, me, <laughs> me, me. I tell you what, the coolest victory speech for me was Ice T. Ice T would say, "It was disrespectful." Your daddy's a punk and your mama's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, the most disrespectful one. I think Flavor Place one was cool too. Ooh, to me. It was just like, yeah, I yeah. Came, I came, I saw, I, saw, I, I kicked your ass. ass. <laughs> that was, it's like, and your main character, your, your creative character is like, why you're down there? Why don't you shine my shoes? Um, and it's just like, what was another or, one? You know, Elephant Man was the one that I didn't know what the hell he was saying, bro, but I know the way it was like, get out to here. And I don't do autograph. And I'm just, you know, Elephant Man, the one of the Jamaican guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the Jamaican dudes. One of the Jamaican yeah. dudes. I, yeah. Back back in the day, I, 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 I didn't, I, I can understand patois a little bit now because uh, yeah. one of my boys, uh, Anton, shout out to him. He's from uh, Guyana, and they speak yeah. patois there. Um, and uh, it, but it's not the same. But that's the thing. A lot of niggas, a lot of niggas get patois mixed up, like. Jamaican patois is not the same as Guyanese patois. Guyanese patois you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I've hung around Jamaican niggas that spoke patois. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was back in the day, when I was uh, living in Raleigh, I still live in Raleigh now, God forbid. Okay. But yeah, back in the day when I was living in Raleigh, your boy, um, what happened was is that he lived with his Jamaican dude, mm-hmm. right? And he would speak patois to a kinfolk or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. You feel me? Oh, yeah, no, no, I feel that. It's like, you know, and I'm Liberian. We have something called Kalikwa and everything. It's like it's like a mixture of, like, how Bahama, like, um, saying would actually, or how people from the Bahamas would speak, because a lot of people from Bahamas would go to Liberia and live. And it was like a broken English uh, mixed in, which is like, you know. Liberia is like America and Africa, ain't it? Um, to a that's key, what they say, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was when they sent U.S. slaves back to Africa and they started their own colony there, essentially. So, like, our main language is English, basically. But we that's also good. got we also got sixteen tribes living in one country in uh, uh Liberia. So it's just like you know we all got our own language and dialects and everything to a certain degree. So it's like yeah, it's a whole lot of diversity, but it's like you know to that degree too, and like you know between the tribalism and everything, it's a whole lot of stuff. But if we had to go deeper on to like uh kind of you say you're Afro Latino and everything. I know aren't you like Puerto Rican and stuff like you want to go into detail about what's that? Yeah, like? so yeah, so um I only know a little bit of my ancestry based on 
the ancestry test I bought from my mother. I didn't buy one for myself, but I mean, That's my cool. mother and I pretty much look the same. I'm just, um, I, I would look like her. She, well, okay. I would look like she would be me. Mm -hmm. No, no. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Is she like more European like, like, or is she more like native like, or is she? No, more so like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to that. So what I'm basically saying is, is that I'm her if she was a man, basically. Oh, so basically, basically you're more basically, masculine. Basically, wise, yeah. If I was, if I, if she was a man, she would look like me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Um, except, yeah, yeah, the beard and all that. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to you on that. So, uh. My mom took an ancestry test, and roughly about fifty-six percent of my hair of her heritage is from Africa, mm. uh, mainly in the Ghana and Nigerian region. And oh. Nigeria region well, that cool. makes sense because when the slave trade was started, that's where most of the slaves will be deported from. They'll be deported around the the border countries, the Caribbean and stuff like that. Yeah, more or less, more or less. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it, it, a lot of the diaspora was actually sent to Brazil, believe it or not. Like, most of everybody that was ever sent out was mostly landed in Brazil than everywhere exactly. else. That's why, that's why, that's why there's so many black people there. But yeah, so my and then my mom and then, um, it's about 30% European, mm, okay, and then and then like a super small percentage of like Asian and indigenous tribes. Oh, okay, so so but the here's the short version. My mom's mm -hmm. black. My dad's from Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. There you go. And that's how and that's how it, it got me. So um, it's funny you say that because uh, I have a bit of an identity crisis in terms of of my Hispanic heritage because oh, I didn't okay. grow up around it. Uh, okay. let, let's just let's just straight up say it. Uh, my father wasn't exactly in my life. <laughs> that's all right. It happens. No, I don't. So no, go ahead. Sorry, it's your. I'm, show. Not, I'm just saying it happens before. and everything. A lot of people do can actually relate to their fathers not being in the home or whatever. Was it like all throughout your life, or was it just like you know? No, so it was. It was early in my life. He was in, but then when my mom and dad divorced and he moved to, and my mom came down south, mm -hmm. uh, I really didn't see him that much. <laughs> mm. I, I, if if he did come down between that period of time, I never talked to him. So, because, like, my first time meeting him as an adult mm -hmm. was in 2017. Really? 2017? And you were, like, uh, I know I was 19, and you're, like, 27. I was 20. I was, yeah, I was 21. You were I was 21. 21 that summer, yeah. Oh, really? And could you explain, like, how that uh, experience was that for you? Because I know a lot of people really meet their fathers in adulthood, too. But how did that go for you? So, I'll be honest with you. Um, my father... My father, the relationship I have with my father is not good. That's and okay. That's mainly, and that's mainly because of me and him. You feel what I'm saying? Like okay. for me, I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try to attempt to connect with somebody who, who visually showing me no interest in connecting mm. to me. And I don't hate the man because I don't because uh, I never hated him for not being there. But there are some instances where I wish like my dad was there, like in in regards to like you know my first time shaving. My <laughs> my first date to prom, my first girlfriend, okay. um, uh, learning how to ride a bike, mm -hmm. you know, all the American typical American passages to manhood or yeah. whatever. But not even yeah. just because it's typical, but just because it's essential to like one's development. But it's not like so essential that you can't function though. Like right, exactly. Be able so, to learn that on your own, that's still very that's that's very tough on your end. Like that's good. Yeah, no, it is. It is in the 
And a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. Cause here's the thing. Uh, and that's, and that's one thing I have gripe with in terms of the, uh, whole toxic masculinity sort of thing. Cause I'm like, you got a bunch of, because it's a concept invented by a bunch of people that ain't men trying to tell men how to be men. Yeah. And that makes no sense to me. How the hell are you going to tell me what a man is when you ain't one? Yeah, masculine toxicity to me is like a myth, to be honest. It's really just narcissism all on the board. Anybody who's just childish and doesn't know how to like grow up past that yeah. to empathy for others, that's toxicity. And that's what it is. Like It just yeah. manifests in different forms. There's feminine women that can be very toxic in their end, too. But nobody wants to speak on that also. Bro, we don't call it bro, feminine bro. toxicity. And that's, and that's the bottom line, bro. Here's the thing, man. If you have... Toxic masculinity automatically there has to be toxic femininity, because mm. because if we're trying to if we're trying to you know pitch this whole men and women are equal thing, which I'm absolutely for, mm. um, I just don't think we're capable of the same things physically. Yeah, yeah, so, everybody's different. Everyone's experience. There's always toxicity in all types of. Yeah, there's toxic femininity. Here's 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 an example of toxic femininity. Gossiping. Letting men letting men letting men spend money on you knowing. Knowing that they're that they're sexually or romantic interested in you, and you know that they are, but and then you're you know, just trying like, to exploit them. Yeah, you're just trying to exploit them. Yeah, that could be that could be considered a toxic to a very high degree, and whatnot. But at the same token, to be fair, no woman is obligated to compensate anybody exactly. for the time they put into exactly. her, and that's that's true stuff. But it's like that's kind of on the dude to a certain extent. But yeah, really, you're if, a if, idiot. If, <laughs> when it's on her, when it's on her, is when it's like she's using like manipulation, acting like she's interested when she's not. You know, right? Exactly. So it's like that's being childish. Yeah, that's, like, that's what toxicity is: being childish. Very, very childish, but yeah. So, in terms of that, uh, I don't. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Uh, women having standards is actually a good thing. Yeah, of course, crazy. anybody having crazy. Standards. Women having standards <laughs> because it's a because you do not want to submit to a sucker. All right. Of course, you don't want to submit to a sucker because that could be dangerous. All right. So. So having standards is normal, all right. Of course, it's, it's when it's when you don't meet the standard of the person that you want to where it's abnormal. Mm, I mean, like like, like you, but you don't like, want to meet the standards of the person like, that you're, you want. You want somebody. You want a nigga that's six two muscular, but you're fat. Uh, I mean, there could be someone six two muscular that likes a heavy set woman. Everybody's preference different, dude. Bro, T, be be honest with me though. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we do. Hmm? Are most dudes that are in the GQ magazine going for fat chicks? We don't know. I haven't really checked each one because who you like in person and in public won't really reflect who you like behind closed it's, doors. It's, bro, it's not It's not happening to where you think it is. But um, anyway. But they exist. They, they do exist. They do exist. But let's be honest. It's a statistic anomaly. All right. Mm-hmm. Most 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 dudes that are in shape trying to get with ladies that are in shape. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. Or does it have to be in shape? It could be someone just average. Like maybe they got a little push in the middle. But a lot so, of people get in shape mostly just to protect themselves too. Cause you there might be some dude out there that might want to start some shit with you and whatnot. And like you might not you could be also like get a gun fighter. too, bro. Yeah. Uh, what's up? You could also get a gun. I mean, yeah, getting a gun also, but it's just like, you know, there's too much of that now. Like, I feel there's going to be a point where they're going to start taking or confiscating guns. 
going future because like especially with all the school shootings and everything going forward mm-hmm. i can't really speak on it but considering like it always starts with that we're about to go into a whole nother chapter with the school shootings public shooting they might start confiscating other people's guns and then it's going to push into an area where people are so i'll attacked. say this i'll say yeah. this i'm a i'm a i'm a firm believer in the second amendment okay i of course i i, I use guns i've shot guns in the gun range yeah, and I love shooting guns. All right. Yeah, give it to the right people. But give it to the right people. The That's what I was going to say. Now, now, do yeah. I think no? Now, do I think banning certain weapons is going to solve the problem? No, because all you're going to do is open up an avenue for a black market so somebody can get it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but definitely. Do, it's always pros and cons to a lot of that stuff, man. That's the scary think, part about it because, like, what if somebody really, really pushes it to the side where they're going to start confiscating? people's guns and taking everybody web then it becomes mm. on the black market or maybe they open like a holiday i know chicago are trying to do something in regards to the purge mm. situation you know it's all baby steps it's all baby steps to a future that i don't know if i feel comfortable with. i think i think here's an easy resolution yeah the moment you turn 21 you have to get a gun there you go so if hey i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why because yes. if everybody's got a gun Mm-hmm. So some maniac pulls in the store, starts shooting on people, right? Mm-hmm. If everybody's got a gun, all they got to do is pull their guns out before he. They, some of them gonna get hit, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody pulls their gun out, starts shooting them, mm-hmm. boom, problem solved. Problem solved. Everybody, if, if everybody got a gun, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna try to do crazy stuff to them because that's a likelihood you could get hurt too. Yeah, sure. I know. I think in Texas, they might have something uh, similar to that uh, to a certain degree, like where it's just like, you know, do they have a whole lot of shootings in Texas? They don't have too many shootings in Texas, do they? Uh, so I only know of two. Mm. Two. Well, there was one that happened this year where the, where the crazy, uh, the, the crazy, the crazy dude with all the cops and all that mm. try to get it. Oh, it was uh, Uvalot, Uvalde, mm. Uvalde, Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's where it happened. And then there was another one at this church, which thank God for the good for the, for the good folks. Is it the dude uh, with the bowl cut you're talking about? No, no, no. This this is another dude. This another, this dude pulled up to a church, started shooting, but the guys in the church had guns too, so they shot oh. him. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's 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 what it is, man. That's what it is. That's that that. I think will solve a lot of problems, but yeah, dang, we might have to carry that for the next conversation because uh, we could be here all day. But I know you spoke about toxicity in regards, because I don't want to like transition from that uh, conversation too much. Mm-hmm. But it's like on your tone, it's like yeah, I can understand like how like a lot of females think that they're worthy of certain standards and everything. Well, yeah, I mean, women are naturally hypergamous, so they're going to go for of like course. the best. Regardless. Of course, they should be. But it's like, regardless of saying that, not saying that they're worthy, not saying that we're all types of gods or whatever, but it's like, you shouldn't really hold it against him, dude, if he's I'm not. I'm not about to start calling you queen and goddess. That's just not going to happen, bro. Oh, uh, I mean, if she's worthy of being called a queen or a goddess, I mean, it's about it just giving power to people. Uh, I mean, because there's some people that are just, you know, that, yeah, hey, it was good, G, but they're not like a literal gangster, where it's like, oh, it was good, king, or it was good, chief. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not about to. It's just positivity. Just put positive. I ain't no damn hotel. But yeah, so uh, I see that we got a. I see the thing on the thing it popped up here. So I'm gonna try to summarize the best way I can. So um, yes, uh, people have standards is normal, Mm -hmm. but everybody, uh, 
But um, that just because you have just because you have a certain standard does not mean that you meet the damn standard yourself. You're yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you on that, or feel that you're entitled to, like you know, all that. There's a sense of entitlement that's there too, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have a sense of self-reflection. But it's just, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Like that's just an aspect of society. I'm um, not saying that we have to accept, but we definitely could improve upon a little bit better, you know. And it's just like that's why I want to be able to get into the gym and work out as best as I can, not because like for like the social dynamics, but really just mm-hmm. to become the best version of myself, to challenge the best version of myself. Because once you challenge yourself, like for the to be the best version of yourself, you'll mm-hmm. be uh, uh, brought around people that are worthy of being around the best version of yourself. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my issues, like even stemming like out of high school, then transition to trying to get into college and so on and so forth. A lot of that is because I had to deal with a lot of low vibrational people, low mm. people, and a lot of those people don't like have a tendency to work out. Even if they do have the tendency to work out, they don't really think a whole lot of things through and whatnot. So it's just like you know, on my sense, it's just like I kind of have mind spirit. On that end, it's all about just building up that body to kind of like have everything else uh, going uh, more frequently, like mental, psychological, spiritual, and everything all as a whole. So it's just about becoming more of a complete version of myself to that degree. And, you know, if somebody, it might be something different, but it's just like, oh, I want to protect myself or I want to talk mess without no one like messing with me. You know, it's just like some people might have their reasons, but it's just like, I feel like, you know, it's up to a man to just be the best version of himself. So it's like, you know, instead of like worrying about like other females, so like in regards to just like, oh, like they feel entitled or whatever, just ignore them. That's just like, I feel like that's the exactly. worst thing you exactly. can do. With that's the one thing I don't like about quote unquote red pill culture. Mm. Uh, they talk about all this, oh, the modern women, this modern women, that yada, 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 yada. You're complaining about the damn problem, but you're not adapting to it, bro. Yeah. Why? Why that's that's the thing. I don't complain about shit that I can't solve. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just me. But yeah, so uh you mentioned something about me being the bodybuilder thing and the you went on the tangent about fitness. I'm gonna tell you this, okay? Yeah, we can speak about all that in the next one because we're only got four minutes. So you wanna just end this early, we can hop on so you don't cut off early because I know it's like we might no, no, no. So, okay, okay. So and we'll then, just do um, that just so you don't cut off. Cause I don't want because I know you want to go way, way deep on it because you're more experienced with that stuff. Right, so right. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna cut this one a little bit early and then we can just hop on to the next one. Just give me a moment, all right? Okay, sounds good, bro. All right, all right. See you in the next one. Part two. Let's go. Episode Part 110. Two. All right. For this half of the Mental Threads podcast, we'll be speaking more about the more fi- fitness end of, um, you know, the interview process. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Brandon, if you want to go into detail, what really led you into wanting to go into fitness as a whole? As a whole, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this might sound a bit selfish, but uh, I was trying to get bitches. <laughs> That's about it. No, well, at first, at first, and sorry, I don't mean to say that. Let me not say that. I was trying to get ladies. Okay, <laughs> you're so, trying to get. I'm clean. trying to stop saying. I'm I'm trying to stop saying that. You feel what I'm saying? I've been saying that since I was a teenager, saying that. But, but <laughs> you feel me and. Obviously, I mean, that's gonna ruffle a lot of love affairs. So I'm gonna I say mean, women. Okay, works. you're trying to get some women. Ain't no problem. You just want to make yourself. I, I'll try. I was trying to get women. Right. That was the first initial reason, and then I just fell in love with it, man. And now I don't even. I don't even care about women now. That's I will say this. Do yeah, I will say this though. I have gotten. Uh, being muscular doesn't exactly hurt. You feel what I'm saying? But there's a lot of but. But it. But muscles alone ain't gonna get you women's. Okay. Yeah, you so gotta I'm be going to say this. You gotta that was the objective. Work on yourself. Yeah, yeah. 
you fall in love with just working on yourself, man. And then you just build up this discipline that's just amazing. All right. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's more or less what got me in what got me into fitness. I wanted to get more women and I ended up, you know, uh falling in love with the with the process. Okay. And you can't keep cool. me out the gym. Oh, that's wonderful. That's good. Are you 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 go to Planet Fitness or Fitness uh, Connection? Where where do you usually go? Fitness Connection. I usually I have a the thing where you could go anywhere. Oh. Uh, uh, I pay ten bucks a month, and then the annual fee of forty bucks. So yeah, that my, seems like the same thing with me and Planet Fitness. Yeah. I, oh no, I can't grow Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. You can't. You can't grunt. You can't use chalk. You can't lift any heavy weights there. Ugh. You're saying a fitness connection might be a little bit better than on that end? Uh, you, they, they got chocolate. What else they got at fitness connection that uh they don't have uh at a uh, planet fitness? Uh for one squad racks, uh and uh, not just a fucking Smith machine, right? Mm, okay, I, I see what you're at. I but, see what you're but at. I will say this fitness connection doesn't have as many intricate machines as planet fitness does because you know the whole concept of planet fitness was to keep the meathead out of the gym you feel oh. what I'm saying? so uh for me you know i'm a meathead i i i <laughs> i'm the same guy that's that's lifting heavy as hell and got chalk all over my hand shirt off that sort of thing Okay, nothing wrong with it. Whatever works with you and everything. Um, I know for my sense, it's really just like I haven't worked out all last month mostly, and I feel like that's on me because I had to. I was trying to work so diligently to find a job, so I had to put a whole uh lot of things off, a whole lot of stuff. So it's just um, I feel like I'm gonna be more diligently in the gym. I think uh, next week, uh, since I already pretty much started this job with Novant on Monday. I'm still trying to get my schedule, though, so I need to get in contact with my manager as soon as I can. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, you know, like, I want to be able to get fit. Um, I'm pretty slender right now. Um, but it's like, if I can get, like, uh, larger arms, maybe a more defined pectoral, maybe uh, be able to show just upper body strength as a whole, that'd be nice. Um, and just, you know, just cut down on the general uh, body fat all together. Although I am pretty slim, I would prefer to, like, that's just, that's all my goals on my end. So, yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Now, I don't know. So that's the thing. I'm in fitness, but I can only give general tips because most, if not everything, um, that I do works for me exclusively. Mm. But it doesn't need – and some of the stuff, the advice I could pass on can work for other people, but it's like um, you shouldn't follow exact routines myself mm. because you may not get the results that you're looking for. For your for your thing, you're you're specifying specific body parts. But for one, uh, to get your upper chest more cut, unfortunately, uh, you cannot spot reduce fat. What does that mean? That uh, means yeah, you can't spot fat, cut fat. No, no, that, that means areas. you can't. You can't when you lose fat. You can't. You don't have any choice in which areas it comes off first or last. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, I see. So, so uh, and and it's crazy for some people. They lose fat a lot faster in some areas like for me when i first when i i'm 191 pounds right mm -hmm. if i was to start cutting cutting weight and losing fat it would definitely my face would probably be the most thing that changes mm, okay i see mm -hmm. i feel like where i lose fat like the slowest is definitely my legs definitely like my legs for sure i feel like that's where same I here 
Yeah, like, I don't know why. What's the deal with that? I'd be running all the time. I run more than I lift, and I feel like, you know, it's just my arms be, like, getting skinnier than my legs, which is crazy. Like, I'd be looking like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but it is what it is. Like, you know, it's just – so that's why I'm so happy to try to build more muscle and everything and more strength because I feel like maybe it would just balance things out, you know? All right. That's what I'm saying. And that's what you need to do. And the thing is about it is this, like you, if you work, some parts are going to build faster than others. Mm -hmm. For me, my upper body builds faster than my lower body. So what does that mean? That means I have to do, put more emphasis on the lower body. So that way I can, you know, uh, so it can be more balanced. Like for example, mm -hmm. My chest is 44 and three-fourths of an inch. Mm. But my legs are 26 inches. Mm. Right? Around. But the way but the way the muscle inserts onto my body, it makes my legs look small. Mm. So in order for me to be more balanced, I have to work the legs more often. Yeah, man. I, I know it could be crazy. I think I'm about to switch up my workout plan. I'll think about just doing like one area per day like one day i could focus on my upper body then one day i could focus on my core then one day i could focus on my legs i think i'm just gonna do full body and then put an extra emphasis on one area of the body just so i can be able to get a full workout and i think that's just where i'm gonna be at uh, for the next coming days all right all right so in regards to fitness i'll say this I'm not really like a bodybuilder per se, more of a powerlifter. I know there's a difference. Yeah, I know that might sound different to someone who doesn't know anything about each. Okay, so bodybuilding is basically lifting weights or exercising to get your body to look a certain way. Mm. Powerlifting is basically training your body to lift the most amount of weight. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So... With me, I lift. What I do is I practice squat, bench, and deadlift. And my objective is to try to lift the most amount of weight I can physically mm -hmm. with, the, with those three. And mm -hmm. because, and from that, my muscularity developed because of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, 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 I wanted to be like a bodybuilder and stuff, and mm -hmm. stuff. But, like, I fell more in love with, like, strength training. So... Now I'm just a now I'm just a I'm just a guy that lifts heavy weight and then got buff from lifting heavy weight. That's more or less what I am. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Like that's actually as long as you know like what works for you. For me, like I'm still at the stage where I'm still trying to pretty much figure out what works for me. Um, I just have like a routine where it's like I wake up and I just try to do hit like about 200 push-ups in the morning, and then uh, I go out for. Um, for a jog, a run about like uh, over two miles and everything, a run back. Um, and then like I'm trying to see if I can add more of like curl ups and uh stuff. If I could be able to get that all squeezed in within the morning, if I can be able to keep consistent with it for another 21 days, like that would be good. So it's like you know, it's just it's all a process. That's fine, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, when, when it comes when it come to fitness, though, I'm gonna tell you this you're not gonna see. I, this is another thing. You're not going to see immediate results until you get to about year two or three. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You, so when I first started lifting weights, obviously the change was gradual. Mm -hmm. I could see that 
I looked different from three months ago than I was one month ago. You feel what I'm saying? And, and from there, it's kind of like you keep lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting. And then you, and then, and then if you pay attention, your body changes right before your very eyes. Like, with me, I posted my transformation on Instagram, my Instagram story. You've probably seen it. Every, a lot of folks have seen it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a good transformation. Because mm. I used to be super skinny mm -hmm. and then I got buff. So, yeah. That's good. That's good, actually. But it took like about a couple years to actually see the actual. <laughs> it took actual me change. years to get to where I was at. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's cool. I feels like it's almost the same way with me. Like I used to be a really, really hefty, hefty dude, and then like I'm really, really skinny right now. And I, I was really, really skinny. I'm trying to put on a little bit of pounds right now, but it's just like I want to be able to just be, you know, in such a way. Whether if it takes me, hopefully at least before summer, if like I ain't gotta be like muscular, muscular, but just you know, just 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 good, good, good. Where it's like you know, where it's like you know, I could be able to just. You know, it's not hard for me to cut down fat, but it's like if I can at least like build, like change, uh, switch up all that fat into like just straight muscle and everything, I'd be willing to change up my diet for it also for sure. Like I know it's like um, usually when I want to cut weight, I also seek for things like a quinoa, uh, freaking um, uh, chickpeas and lentils and everything. So it's like either I go to Yafo Kitchen or just Wayfair, and that's just eat whatever they got there. And I just drink a lot of water, and that's what helped me cut a whole lot of pounds uh, in that regard. But now it's, I really want to focus on like building like actual, actual like muscle, muscle. You know what I'm saying? But it's like no, for sure, for sure. And and what you got to do with that? And this is and this is what I use and say for for losing weight. And then I'll go on my tangent about gaining weight. So. Here's how you lose weight. Anybody can do this. All right. First thing you can first thing you're gonna need is a food scale and a Tupperware container. Mm. And then you want to download my fitness pal. And here's what you're gonna do. Mm. You're gonna weigh yourself at the beginning of the week on Sunday in the morning after you took a shit. Okay. okay. You, see, you, look okay. At your, you look at your weight. The reason why you had to take a shit is because that poop in your body is holding extra weight. Okay. Right. All right. So now you're going to document everything you eat for an entire week. Mm. And then at the end of the week, you're going to look at the thing you're going to you're going to look at your weight. Did your weight go up or down? If your mm. weight stays the same, that is your maintenance calories. If your weight went up, that is your that is your. That is your uh, surplus calories. Mm. If your weight went down, that is your. Reduction calories. So here's the thing. Fat loss. Fat loss is complicated, but it's not as difficult as it is. Here's what you do. Figure out what your maintenance, how much your um how much you need to maintain your current body weight, subtracted by 500. You'll lose a pound a week, guaranteed. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, a pound a week. I'm trying to get right before April, um, before spring break for sure. Like I feel like it could be possible and everything. Like I really when I say my weight fluctuates like mad crazy once I'm really like consistent with something. Like it's like losing weight ain't a problem. It's really just I want to be able to convert all that weight to just straight muscle. 
and everything, muscle mass, uh, to where it's just like, you know, where it's like actual, where you can actually like see it and stuff of that nature. And I feel like I can keep it up. Um, do you still incorporate cheat days and everything to your situation? Oh, yeah. Today I'm having a cheat day. Like today I had a, I had McDonald's and Chick fil A. Okay. So, um, and then I'm going to have like now because I'm on the off season and I'm not trying to cut weight, I'm not super strict with my diet. Like I, I can still, you know, eat for breakfast uh three eggs cream of wheat blueberries and then you know some fruits and some fruits and then and then for dinner have chick-fil-a and then like for lunch have a uh have some have some chicken rice and collard greens i mean it just depends on the situation like in my case i'm trying to put more weight on so a cheat meal every now and then is not going to hurt me. It's actually going to help me get towards the goal. Now, what you want to do is want to keep the fat gain to a minimum. Now, I'll be honest. Mm. When you are in a caloric surplus, no matter how hard you're working out, you're going to put some fat on you. But mm. the objective is to minimize how much you put on there because you can create fat cells, but you can't get rid of them. And, when you start getting, and then when you bulk up again or eat more food and you gain more body weight, you're recreating more fat cells. Mm-hmm. The only way you're gonna get the only way you're gonna get rid of fat cells is if you get surgery. So really, okay, so they still stay the same and you never lose them. Yeah, yeah, you, you your fat cells will shrink, but then you're not gonna, but they won't go away. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. Um, I'm still trying to figure out. So you, I, I've been thinking like fat cells are like energy and everything. And they just kind of burn off after a while. And people say you just burn off, so they just shrink the whole time. They never burn off. They they shrink. They they never burn off. No, yeah. So here's the thing. There's there's visceral fat and there's subcutaneous fat. Visceral fat is the fat around your organs. That's what keeps them separated. Mm. Once you start to lose that, you gotta have problem. You're gonna have a problem. Mm. um generally speaking when it comes to the body you have to find that balance like too much body fat is not good for you and you can die but too little is going to kill you too Mm. like if you're getting towards the the three to two percent area where there's no fat on your body but between the fat and your organs you have a lot to worry about Mm. and also your dick don't work either so Mm. (laughs) you don't want to do that but yeah, and also you don't want to get too fat mm. because being too fat it might not kill you now, but it's going to affect. It's going to have a dramatic effect on you later. So yeah, like a whole lot of health problems down the line. Yeah, exactly. You can mm. hell, man. Being too muscular is not good for you either. Like really? These, yeah, like these dudes in these bodybuilding shows, right? Mm-hmm. These guys aren't natural. You feel what I'm saying? They're okay. they're they're taking all kinds of drugs and shit mm. to make themselves look like this. Being 300 pounds of muscle is not good for you, mm. unless unless you're like seven foot one or something. Mm. Then that'd be more more natural. But like, if you're like my height and 300 pounds of muscle, that's mm. just as bad as being 300 pounds fat. Mm. So you have to so you have to think about that too. Don't be too lean. Don't be too fat. Find the middle ground. What works for you? I see. I see what you mean. I, I see what you mean. Um, dang, man. I mean, well, yeah. Obviously, to that degree, like, yeah, we know 
that you know having too much muscle like if it's like a bunch of that uh that steroid type stuff really isn't good for your body and everything but like you know naturally just to, to just to build muscle and build all muscle every day that shouldn't be like a problem right no not at all not at all so first of all if you're not com I, here's my opinion if you're not competing to be like a big time bodybuilder, I don't think you should take steroids. Let's be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Or a professional uh, wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> or or be a WWE wrestler. Yeah, stay away from steroids, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No, for for instant, no, for real. Um, yeah, man. It's just I mean, hmm. In regard to this world, it's just like fitness is so crazy now because it's just like you be seeing situations where people get surgery and they be acting like you know like they've earned it, you know, like you know what I'm talking about like the female. Oh god, you know. don't even get me started on that shit. You know the chicks, you know the you know the chicks and dudes or whatever. You know they say, hey man, I work hard for this, but this nigga went to fucking Doctor Miami, got lipo, and now his abs are showing. Fuck me. And then and then and then and then the girls that got the BBLs and then starting the fitness program. Hey, I got my BBL by doing this. No, you didn't. You went to the fucking doc. You went to Doctor Miami, paid him twenty grand when you could have paid twenty grand to a fitness trainer and got an ass. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't like. I you work hard for your money to get the BBL, but you could have used that for a personal trainer, which would have saved money better. Mm. Why? Why go to the damn doctor and get? Unless unless you got an ass like SpongeBob or Hank Hill, like you can pretty much work for it. Yeah, man, it's just it's crazy, man. It's just, I mean, I'm, they wouldn't really say I got this BBL because the BBL is the surgery. <laughs> I got this surgery from uh, working out, but not. Um, but yeah, man, they could also be trying to make money and sell products off of situations like that, and it's just like you know, like it's not. It's not authentic, you know. That's what I was gonna say. Like, like, it's still not time, authentic, like, though. How are you gonna tell me that you got this body using this particular fitness program, but in reality you just went and got surgery? You feel what I'm saying? I don't fuck with that. I don't. This that's another thing that pisses me off in the fitness industry: scammers. Mm. I hate scammers. I hate niggas that try to sell you some cookie cutter bullshit that doesn't work. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Like there, there's, there's do like I legit love the, I legit love this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want, I don't want somebody to just buy my fitness program or whatever. I'm, I don't sell any, by the way. Don't, don't get it twisted. All right, all right. I don't want. I'm just saying for an example. I don't want anybody to buy my fitness program and not get any results from it, or try to lie and say that they did. You feel what I'm saying? I don't fuck with that because, because that's not authentic to me. You feel what I'm saying? There's this dude. I'm gonna give him a shout out because he's he's my boy, right? His name is Dre Booker, mm. right? He's do I know him? So what? Dre Booker? Do I know him from uh, NCCU or? No, no, no. He's not. He 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 didn't go to Central. He's from uh he's from Louisiana. So oh, okay. long story short, he, let me give him a shout out. All right, he works extremely fucking hard. He body. looks great. His genetics are like top tier. That's how he can look like that. You know what I'm saying? Look how he is and be natty. You feel what I'm saying? There's guys that are on drugs that look worse. Mm. But this guy is natural and he looks amazing on bodybuilding stages. This guy works extremely hard. That's what I'm saying. And he don't sell you some cookie cutter bullshit. He says do compound movements because that matters. Not some, not some uh fucking 
hip hopping and jumping. No, lift real weight. He actually knows what he's talking about. And that's why guys like him, I respect because he ain't trying to sell you some bullshit that is just, just to make a quick dollar. All right. He's really passionate about working with people. All right. Shout out to him. Sorry about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, man. No, seriously, definitely want to shout people out like that. You know, it's just like that work hard for what they get. You know, I had somebody on the podcast a while ago called uh, Kobe uh, Rise and Rise. We want to check out that episode, too. Uh, we go into a discussion about a whole lot of matters. I feel like you would for like sure. that episode because he actually is a personal trainer and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, like I met him in this uh 24 plus group chat. And everything, and I'm gonna definitely hit him up. Um, I assume, like, uh, I guess. Are you in DC or Charlotte now? I'm in Charlotte. I know I've been saying I've been wanting to go to DC for a while, but I'm gonna have to hold off on that. Um, till uh, I want to say the second half of next year, maybe around the fall time. Uh, cause I gotta apply for Howard University again. I wasn't able to do so in the beginning of the year, but now it's like I have this. I got like two jobs now, so I'll be able to. Um, cover a lot of that um, all right all right yeah yeah i got a part-time cool, I, I left my part-time job at capital vacations and whatnot i'm gonna soon start making a little bit more bread on that uh once you put people selling people a vacation and everything like it's a really good process too like see like you imagine it's like you gotta it's like a timeshare type of thing but it's just like you know the timeshare don't really matter you you, you can go to uh you know, go to a vacation wherever you want to um, hotel bought for like um four days and three nights, and all you gotta do is put down about hundred fifty dollars at the least, maybe two hundred fifty dollars at the most, depending on what activities you want to do. And uh, literally, like sitting to that timeshare, you'll be able to get um uh, seven extra nights at another vacation spot of your choosing or a cruise, and it would all just be like the same price, and it's all for free. Like it's it's really good stuff and everything. So it's like you can really make a whole lot of bread off that. But it's like lately, I haven't been trying to push that. On. I was just more like just wanting people to spin the wheel and everything. So it's like it's a really good part time job. They they've been really hooking me up for a, with a little bit of some opportunities here and there. So um, that's what I'd be doing part time. And now I'm about to start working in the hospital as a care associate. Um, yeah, yeah, just for right now, so they can be able to bump me up to marketing coordinator down the line. So it's just oh like, for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Because that's what well, that was the original job I applied for, but they're just gonna let me sit settle in there over there until they bump me up later. So it's, like, it's all just a process. So I'm I'm feeling pretty optimistic about everything. I feel like a lot of things are gonna start changing for me, like in 2023, though. <laughs> so it's like you know, I'm me too, me too. I actually just started a new job last week. I was working for the law offices of James Scott Farron. Oh, that's cool. Going a lot more corporate. Uh, now my job, I'm they're paying me sixty one thousand dollars a year. So that's good. That's yeah, really I, good. yeah, it's very good, and that's I don't have salary. to work a second job. So yeah, that's cool. That's that's really good. At least you get. I was working for this home care agency as their marketing executive for so it was good pay. It was like a fifty. It was like eighteen an hour and everything um no seriously cool. really really good stuff um but it's like you know i had to leave um that job because like literally like they wanted me to like literally wear a suit and tie every day which i was fine uh literally and then they switched up like four weeks later to talk about something they want me to wear like a tight khaki pants and a tight collar shirt and I'm like, uh, tight khaki pants and tech collar shirt. You no, seriously, she shirt. literally took me to Goodwill and tried shopping for me to wear that. And Hold up! Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute! You sure your boss wasn't trying to groom you? I don't know what she was trying to do. Like, what was the point? How, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! It was Shawty taking you shopping or whatever, right? She's and telling you to boss. wear tight clothes. Obviously, she trying to see what good was something. 
Yeah, but that's still messed up, though. Like it's like it is still messed up. It's it's still it's still a quid pro quo type shit, right? Yeah, that's another. That's another thing. I don't. Here's another thing for me. Number one, I got a few rules when it comes to women. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this. Here's my rule. Number one, no taking women. That means no married or no married women or women with boyfriends. All right. Of course. I'll say this. I'll admit. I'm not going to disclose who it is or whatever, but I'll, I'll go ahead and admit this. I've had sex with women with boyfriends, but then I found out about it and, and cut them off. Yeah, you put that's that, messed up. You ain't going to be putting me through that karma. Shit. No. So, um, that, uh, no women at work. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, because if it doesn't go well and she decides, uh, I'm going to make you lose your job, they're more likely going to believe her side of the story versus mine. So yeah. it's 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 better off just not to do it at all. And number three, no women at the gym. That's it. Those are oh, really not There's a bunch of fine women at the gym, though. True, true. But if the relationship don't go where, well, I got to see your ass again. I mean, there's other fitness connections. <laughs> yeah, you. So you can make fitness connections. Pun intended. Yeah, no. No, seriously, man. It's just I don't know. Like it just it just depends. But I feel like that's a good place is like when they're working out because like literally females that work out have like more discipline and work ethic. So it's true. Like, it's that is true. So it's but like that's not something really, you want to pass up. I, I don't really wanna I don't really wanna do that per se. I'll be friendly with women in the gym, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna that doesn't mean I'm gonna date them. Like that that's just not my that's just not my style. I'm not on. I don't go to the gym to try to hit on women. I'm. Yeah, no, you're focused. You're focused. Yeah, I'm in the gym. Get my workout in. And but I'm just I saying. Honest, like, I talk, I'll be honest. When it comes to the gym, I barely talk to any women. Like I only talk to my dudes. I I see. I use I see my usual dudes at the gym. I dap them up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. But if I see like a chick or whatever, I might ask her a question on how like. She does this or uh, that if she if she doesn't exercise I've never seen before, so I could possibly incorporate it in my routine. Other than that, I don't really see the point. I, I don't I don't really try to I don't I don't go to the gym to hit on chicks. That's just me. Yeah, sure. I mean you're going just to work out, but it's like you just bump into somebody, you have a good conversation, you know. That's just that's just the thing about life that's wonderful. You can literally meet anybody anywhere and everything. And that could be somebody that it's just like that might be a long term friend. Or like just somebody that maybe a good chapter in your book in your past. It's just like that's just the beauty of life and everything. But that's just like that was a sad thing about that job too, because you know, like a black owned marketing agency, like no, a black owned like home care agency, I really wanted to really help elevate and organize their um their station to really help them really branch out. You know, like that's what I want to do. But it's like, you know, that might have to be my third job right now because there's this one place called Abundant Love Care that I'm wanna be able to move on to. But it's just like, you know, it's like they haven't been hitting me back lately, but it's just like, you know, I if I can really get in touch with them on Monday to see like where she's standing on it and whatnot to see maybe I can get like a part-time type situation and kind of see if we can ease me into it, see what's up and then take it from there. And then I can just have kind of like three jobs, you know, like I'm just, I'm really trying to save a lot of money moving forward before I leave for DC, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's just where absolutely. It's, it's good. Like for me, I'm very goal oriented. So it's just like, once I got my mindset on something like that's, that's just, that's just where my head is. So it's just like, you know, let's just, it's just, but let's go on the, that's good on the whole law office job that you got and everything. So, like, what, you like an intern for that job? or like? No, what? I was a legal assistant. I don't work there anymore, bro. I quit. Wow. I got a better job. So, I got wow. a better paying job. Like, they're, they're, the current one I'm in now is paying me 20K more than 
they were. So okay. I'd be, I, it's like, bro, I would be a fool to stay. Okay, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if you feel there's more growth and everything, go for it and everything. You know, like I, one of the best things, although it's like my pay kind of dropped $3 an hour at Novant as a care associate, and I feel like there's more responsibilities that are just kind of like out my, you know, outside of my, um, out of my, uh, because I'm a marketing person, not a health person. So it's like, you know, but at the same token, it's like I'm still in that system of Presbyterian hospitals in Charlotte, which is big. So it's like, you know, like if I want to be able to get a job in D.C., I could be able to jump over there. I could already have a job set up. It's all about getting in the system, you know, and just kind of growing in there. You know, so it's just I can understand where uh, you are in the, that. But in regards to like building uh, foods to eat for building uh, muscle, like types of protein, I know peanut butter and oatmeal is like that's a that's one of the what are some eat or some good things to eat if you want to build your protein up and build muscle mass. Okay, so that all doesn't matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why it doesn't matter because it's calories in, calories out. If you're eating more calories than you're than you're burning, you're gonna gain weight. But if your objective is to try to build muscle, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters what kind of protein it, it is. It matters how much of it you get, right? Mm-hmm. For, for example, a general good synopsis for uh, when you're bulking, mm-hmm. uh, 0.8 to 1 gram uh, protein per pound of body weight. So oh, I'm okay. 191 pounds, right? Oh, that means okay. I should probably eat roughly around 170 to about 200 grams, of, well, about 220 grams of protein, generally speaking. Do I have to eat that much, though? No, not really. Uh, but you do need protein to build muscle, all right? So typically speaking, how much of the protein do you digest and how much of the protein is in the food, right? Mm. If, you're trying to go, if you're trying to go high protein, low in calories, fish. Oh, really? Okay, so, so yeah. fish? Trying, yeah, fish. fish is good. If you're trying to be high in calories and high in protein, steak. Uh, steak. My favorite cuts are either the ribeye or the New York strip. Okay. Uh, a, a, a New York strip, like a like a pound of it, well, like eight ounces of it. Mm-hmm. It'll be about sixty to sixty-five grams of protein. Mm, okay, I see. I see what you're saying. And then, I mean, if you want to. But I know everybody, some people can't afford steak and all that. Chicken is very budget friendly. Mm. Uh, I got a pack of drumsticks for like six bucks. And that's going to feed me for six days. That's my lunch for six days, right? So, I mean, generally speaking, you want to you you want to find the best meat that meets your goal. Your goal is to cut weight. You probably might want to eat more fish because it's lower in calories, higher in protein. If you want to gain weight, you probably might want to start incorporating beef, ground turkey, mm. uh, uh, beef, chicken, turkey, mm. uh, food. Turkey's good if you want to keep the fats low. Oh, yeah. Protein up. So, yeah. Just, I'd that, especially just, go back to eating turkey burgers for sure. Yeah, turkey burgers are great. Oh, okay, wonderful. What if you want to keep plant based and everything? Because I know it's just like 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 uh, almond milk is pretty good. Um, maybe oatmeal. Um, what about if you're trying uh, to get protein and you're plant based? Chickpeas, mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, chickpeas. Yeah, yeah, chickpeas, beans, uh, lentils, 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 and, uh, lentils. Quinoa. What about quinoa? What about what? Well, uh, quinoa. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, quinoa. quinoa is good too. It's slow digesting and gives you energy in a slow period of time versus just super fast. So uh, I mean, quinoa is good. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're trying to be high, keep the proteins high. Bean, beans, lentils, chickpeas. Mm. Absolutely. Wow, that's that's cool because I was that's all I was eating was lentils, uh, chickpeas, and uh, quinoa. Like when I was on my Daniel fast um, early last year and everything, because I lost a lot of weight from doing that over and over again. How much do you weigh now, bro? Uh, about a good two forty, sadly. But back then, I used to lay about like I think I dropped by about like forty pounds. Like okay, back then, like I I dropped from two sixty or two fifty down to like about two fifteen, and how everything tall, just. How tall are you? I'm about six foot one. Six one, okay. So I'm pretty good on that. Like, so it doesn't look that bad. Like I'm two forty, but I don't look like that way because I be doing hella push ups. So it's like a lot of that's kind of pushed down to muscle because I was very consistent with the push ups and the me trying to get back to the lift. Uh-huh. And so all it's right. like, you know, like lean muscle is good and all and everything, but I just want my, my arms to get a little bit more buff and everything. My forearms, especially forearms, biceps, uh, pectorials, definitely want to build that up a little bit more. And then when it comes to like really turning everything else to really like slimming down, it's just, that's pretty much just my goals, but I'm pretty much going to have to set up a goal for me and uh, my personal trainer. Once I really get that situated, I want to say November. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. financially I might be in more of a position where I could be able to pay him and everything and do other things like that. So it's like, I agree. Uh, yeah, so the uh, thing the thing about like fat loss. Keep in mind, dude, we got about like four minutes, so we kind of kind of. Yeah, 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 I'm not gonna go. I'm a, I'm gonna make this quick as possible. So, yeah. burning muscle, uh, burning fat, building muscle at the same time is pretty difficult to do if you're if you're not a beginner. But if you're a beginner, generally speaking, it work for you. So if you're trying to get a muscle like bigger muscle, if you're trying to get bigger arms, a good tip: train your triceps more. Triceps take up more than more of the arm than the bicep. So. Okay. If you're trying to get your arms bigger, train triceps more. But yeah, so and then if you're trying to get bigger chest, incline, incline bench press because the upper chest takes up more of it than the lower. So, mm-hmm. or if you want to have a perfect balance of two, just do regular bench press. Don't forget your compounds. Okay, compounds are very important. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's generally a fast, super fast synopsis. Uh, usually, it's very difficult to do if you're not a begin if you're a beginner. Okay, well, at least, you know, at least you'll be able to break that down for me and whatnot. I'll be sure to keep in contact you with you once I really start taking this whole um, exercise thing serious, I want to say, around mm-hmm. November. I was supposed to take it more serious at the beginning of this year, but there was just so much stuff going on for months. So it's like I definitely want to work out throughout the next year and just the rest of this decade for sure and just want to just keep on uh, building my muscle ups, uh, whether it's a slow or fast, I just want to build it up the right way. So it's like, uh, thank you for hopping on the podcast and pretty much uh, breaking down a whole lot of things for me. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's it for episode 110 of the Mental Thirst Podcast. Do you have any final words to let people know before we bounce off in under two minutes? Hey man, guys, alright man, so uh, guys, follow me on Instagram e.s.h.a dot r dot a underscore ishara that's what it is it stands for every superhero has a redemption arc this year this year has been me redeeming myself because i was in the utmost low 
super low place in life. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll have to talk about that on another episode. Yeah, maybe but, for um, season three, because this year's been tough for me too, man. No, seriously. So it's like maybe 2023, I'll be like, oh, yes. like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, follow me on Instagram. Shout out to my kin folk. Shout out to my friends. Uh, shout out to the Men's Achievement Center. Go, go to go. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shout out to the Men's Achievement Center. Uh, that's included in friends, but that's neither here or there. So uh, also, Go follow me. Go follow my podcast, Buckwild and Friends. That's B-U-C-K-W-I-L-D. The N, the letter N, apostrophe, friends. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Follow me on follow me on those things. I got some good shit coming. Hell, uh, if I get a chance, we might have the we might have the boy come on the podcast for me. Cause and then Rose will be be flipped for a little. But yeah. Stay yeah. tuned in for that. Um, this is this has been a great podcast. He's been a good host, man. I respect it. I appreciate you guys having. I appreciate you having me on your platform, bro. All right, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that, Brandon Reyes. That's it for one hundred ten of the Mental Thoughts podcast. We're sewing in, and that we're sewing out. <laughs>